you know, when we get to the end of this this race, it's not going to be about how many Twitter followers we have or how many likes the cat has on Instagram. You know, it's going to be who did we encourage and who do we show Christ's love to? Welcome once again to the Pocket Pulpit Podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host, Hector Martinez, and I've got my co-host, Sarah. Hey, Hector. I don't know why I don't ever say your last name. My last name's Kinzer. Kinzer. Uh, I, <laughs> I never want to say last names, but uh, which isn't true. Uh, I just don't want to say Sarah's last name. I don't know. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, because Sarah's my friend. So you don't address your friends with last names. So anyway, uh, we've also got my friend Jessica here. Our friend, I should say. Jessica uh, Ebersol, correct? Yes. Hello. Thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. Yeah. So Jessica, just for everyone listening at home or on, a, on their drive today, uh, can you just tell us a little bit about who, who is Jessica Ebersol? Sure. Um, I live in Portland, Oregon. I've lived in Portland for the past two years. I moved out here um, for a job um, that I actually found on Twitter. Maybe I'll explain that a little bit later. Um, But I work for a nonprofit that um, helps or that uh, sponsors kids in East Africa. So we have 500 kids throughout. Kenya, Rwanda, and Tanzania that we serve. Wow, I'm wow. the administrative assistant. Where, what social media platforms are you on and what is your preferred platform? Um, I really like social media. It's a way that I connect with my friends and family back home and all over the country and all over the world. Um, I am on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Snapchat. Oh, and my housemate's cat uh, has an Instagram, so I also run that for him. Um, but I would say my preferred platform is probably Twitter. Um, just over the last year and a half since COVID, um, that's where I've really connected with a lot of, of folks. So I would say I appreciate the Twitter community that I've become a part of. Awesome. Well, It was actually just shortly after I got on Twitter that I connected with you. And I remember that because I was, I joined Twitter and not too long after that, I got COVID. And I remember just laying in bed and feeling miserable and seeing notifications pop up that you had sent me a message and I would go open the message and you had sent me a Bible verse. Yeah. That was such an encouragement to me because I wasn't getting out of my bed to go Mm -hmm. find my Bible. I wasn't getting out of my bed at all. I felt awful but I did have my my phone right right there with me and to have it pop up and to have this encouraging word and to to be in the word in in my dms was was awesome for me so I know that you have sent bible verses to more than just me so can you talk to us about when you started sending people the bible verses and what inspired you to do that um I always have had a heart for encouraging people I would say it's something I've done on and off over the last number of years, but I would say for the last 
year and a half pretty consistently. I've been sending people Bible verses. I just really like to encourage people, and I think it's really important to keep keep the Word of God in, in front of you and also to share with other people. Um, thank you for sharing what, what you did. It's, it's cool to hear that that made an impact on your life. It's really cool when people come to me and they're like, oh, yeah, that was really encouraging. I really needed to hear that particular verse. And some people will ask me to pray for them um, through that. So it's kind of like a conversation um, starter. And it's um, kind of how I, I don't know, just like brighten someone's day. Um, I also have a few people. I, I send it to um, like people that I that I know um, and, uh, in, in, in real life. I guess that's how we how we say things. Um, and. So I send it. I send it in particular to this one young woman that I know, and um, sh- she's not. Uh, she's not a follower of Jesus, but she's told me that she's really encouraged by these verses that I'm sending her, and she really appreciates me sending them. So it's little things like that that um, keep me keep me go- going and or keep me doing what I'm doing. And I, I think it's a you know it's a for me it's a little ministry I guess to like encourage people every day, and it gives me like. A purpose outside of my um, my work with Hosh because I I feel like even if even though sometimes I'm like doing you know uh, ministry um, with the Hosh it can you can get caught up in in the ministry and so sometimes it's nice to kind of do something separate from your normal nine to five. How do people get on your radar that you think this is someone I'm going to send this to? Um, I have a. I don't know. I I have a group of people that I I have a group of people um, that I text and a group of people that I send direct messages to DMs to on Twitter. I mean, some people on Instagram too. So you know, it's kind of a process in the morning, <laughs> but I enjoy it. I I don't know. I I feel like there's certain people that I've DM'd, and if we've kind of built a relationship, there's other people that like if I if I'm going through my feed and I see that they're having a rough morning or that they need some encouragement, I'll, I'll send them a verse. So it, it started kind of as a small thing. I was maybe tech, maybe DMing, I don't know, five or six people. And now it's, I don't even know. They, they like, I think it's about 15 people. Twitter won't let you send the same message to the, to more than like 15 people before it uh, thinks that you're sending spam. And so sometimes I have to like wait an hour or so and then finish. So it's probably, I don't know, maybe I should have counted, but it's probably like 30 people on Twitter. Wow. And then I also, I was kind of sending it to some people. And then there was another Twitter friend, Ames on Twitter. She saw my gift for encouragement and she kind of asked me if I would kind of send a verse to the community every day. So Usually it's the same verse that I send to people, but sometimes it's a different one. I mean, I I think it would be cool to send individual verses to individual people, um, but that would be a lot of work. For sure, for sure. So how do you pick? How do you pick which verse? There is version Bible app, and there's a verse of the day every day. More often than not, it's the verse of the day, but if I don't, like that verse or if I want to send something else 
I'll just kind of go through. I will like type in Google or just, or I, I really like the Psalms. So I'll send Psalms more often than probably people like, but I really like the Psalms and what God has for us in there. Is being in the word something that you've always done is, is, you know, like, saying you like the Psalms, like, is that something that you're regularly in the Psalms? And so you're kind of familiar uh, with certain verses. It, it just it feels like it's a little bit natural to be able to just pull verses and uh, share them with people on the internet. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm not in the word as much as I would like, if I'm being honest, if I'm like doing a reading plan or whatever, it's usually something in the Psalms. I know um, I did a Bible study in the spring out of Galatians and it was a really good Bible study, but it was really like, I really wanted to share a lot of those verses, but they're not. There's some books of the Bible that to me, it's harder to like share as an encouragement. And so I couldn't use a lot of those verses per se. Um, But I did, I did use a few, but yeah, there's some, some books of the Bible that uh, I, that it's harder to find the um, the verses that I want to share. I think when when I started asking people if I could pray for them, I people will will now be like, "Oh, well, you're the prayer girl. Who me? Like, are you referring to me like that? I never really thought of myself as the prayer girl. But when I think about you, I think, oh, like she's the, she's the one that sends the word out. She's in the word girl. She's Bible girl, you know? And so it's, it's funny, you know, that it doesn't, you, you say you, maybe you're not in the word as much as you want, but then you talk about the, the plans that you've done and the, and the being in the word. And so it is a part of your life. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't feel like, I didn't feel like I was, I, I prayed, but it wasn't like, I thought it was this defining feature of who I was but it was something I was willing to let to say, okay, well, God, what would you like me to do? How could I, how could I care for others? And it wasn't something that I felt like a superstar at. Like I would say, maybe I don't pray as much as I think I should. Just like the way that you say, well, maybe I'm not in the word as much as I wished I was. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think an, an encouragement, because I think a lot of people would say, well, you'd say, well, how much are you in the word? And they'd be like, well, probably not as much as I could be. Yeah. One of the things that I have seen online, nobody who's ever listening to this and nobody who would ever listen to this has ever done this. So I'm not pointing fingers or naming names or subtweeting or anything, but sometimes somebody out there in the world has posted scripture and then the next 10 things they've posted have been just hateful. (laughs) Or, or they post, they post scripture and then the next 10 things are just, um, you think to yourself, have they, did they read the scripture or did that accidentally end up there? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or was that like a, a, what is it called? Like a scheduled tweet. Yes. The Bible verse was a scheduled tweet and then they're live tweeting like all these things. But, but one of the dangers, like, so one of the dangers with that is like, I don't know, Hector, have you seen that? Do you see people do that ever? Yeah. Usually on my feed, me. No, I'm just kidding. 
I, I do see it a lot. Yeah, I see a lot of people, you know, or or even just like taking one thing that happened in scripture and kind of, you know, well, now that's the entire way that I should be operating and engaging and like, you know, Jesus flipped a table, right? That's kind of the easy one, right? Jesus flipped a table. So we sh- we can flip tables whenever we feel like it and not really understanding like the story and, and what was happening and what Jesus was trying to do and, and w- why he flipped the table. So absolutely. Yeah, I see it all the time. The danger with like quoting scripture is that it can be taken out of context or like it's awkwardly juxtaposed on people's profiles between these other, mm-hmm. other posts and they make the word look false. Like when I think of your online presence, it's, it's rich, it's well-rounded, it's inviting. Mm. Um, the thing that really stands out to me is that no matter the topic or the tweet, like everything of yours is flavored with the fruit of the spirit. So when I receive the scripture from you, when you send it to me in my DM, like my guard is down. I don't have this impression that you're trying to make a point or that you got up that you're, that morning and you were like, I saw this tweet that Sarah made and I'm just really going to send her this, <laughs> this Bible verse that's really just going to shut her up or something. <laughs> like It's going to burn her or something. You know, I, my guard's down. Yeah, for sure. I want to dig into that because I think it's so important and it like might be an odd way to ask this question but it's like the best way I could think of it how like how are you who you are online what matters to you and how you choose what to share and how you present yourself overall yeah um I would say um so I would say that sometimes there are people online who they they have a you know you kind of have a real per, a real personality and and then you kind of have this fake souped up you know everything is perfect on on the internet that's not who I am um what you see on the internet is is what you get if you if you met me in person um but I I feel like because I I am encouraging online I mean in person um also you can just ask my housemate or my family yeah i i like to encourage people on and offline and i I think that there's so many people who on it again on and offline there's so many people who will you know pick a fight and okay not so many people there are some people i should say who will pick fights and whatever and it's we life's too short for that like we don't have time for that so I, I think I want to be my authentic self on and offline. Uh, I think I could agree. Like I, I see kind of this consistency in the way that you, you present online. And, you know, I think there is that danger of it being this like persona, right. That we put on, but I think also the, there is, you kind of start to see in different situations, the, the way that that's a, a, just a consistency of being who you are online. But one of the things that we uh, want to do, you know, we've talked a little bit about how that's gone well and how that's been encouraging. One of the things that we want to make sure that we talk about and, and try to help people see is that sometimes it doesn't go well. doesn't mean it's always going to happen that it won't, won't go well, but just wondering if there's ever been a time where sharing the scripture hasn't gone well, or maybe has pushed someone, uh, you know, made them uncomfortable or offended. Uh, can you talk a little bit maybe about how that 
has shaped how you go about it? Yeah, um, I have had a few people, actually mostly people I know in real life, which is kind of awkward at times, to be honest, because I have to see them. But I've had some people who have been like, hey, like, you know, I really appreciate that you're sending me this, but I'm not, you know, in a place in, in my journey with God where this is helpful to me. This is more triggering to me or or like it's not as encouraging and so you know um <laughs> can you stop and I was like oh, okay um but it was just like I don't know what to like do with that and so then I you know I'm like do you not want me to like pray for you you know or do you not want me to like send you like or like tell tell you that I'm praying for you they're like no that's that's fine you can do that but there's just something about the scripture i guess that's for some people it's hard to swallow um and there are other verses like there are particular well there's a few verses that i will not share with people because i know how they make me feel they're not as much triggering to me as they are annoying and and it's bad to say scripture is annoying but but it's just there it's not like it's not helpful to me particularly as somebody that um, struggles with anxiety, it's really not helpful to me. That verse in Philippians about don't be anxious about anything. And I'm like, well, like I struggle with that. And I am like more of an anxious person. I absolutely love it. Sarcasm, um, obviously, since you can't see my face, but I love it when people just give me that verse. And it's like, if you listen to me and then give me that verse, that's fine. You know, but if you just give me that verse like a like a bandaid, you know, that's not uh, not helpful. And I think that that can also be a danger too. Is I'm I'm not trying to like put a bandaid over um, a wound, a you know, a, a gushing wound. I'm I'm trying to just put a little bit of of help. I don't know, help into a hurting world. Yeah. I actually really appreciate you saying like that you're considering if someone were to just throw a verse at me in this conversation, right. That we're having out of nowhere, I wouldn't appreciate it. So that's not the approach I'm going to take. Um, And then also it sounds like there are really a lot of the people that you have sent these verses to, there has been some sort of, of uh, relationship built. I'm Mm -hmm. sure that that uh, speaks into a lot of the way that you do this. So I don't like to end on these, like, how did it fail notes? And and I think even though that that oftentimes that's where we find ourselves in our stories, a low point, but uh, I would like to hear if there's any stories you've heard where just being able to encourage someone with, with Bible verses, with scripture verses, has that been able to minister to you or to others? Like maybe just some encouraging stories from that, this ministry of sharing Bible verses. Yeah. Um, I would say there's a friend actually this week that I've, she's in that list of friends that I've sent things to. Um, she's on Twitter and I, she's like, man, every single verse, she told me this morning, actually, she's like every single verse you have sent me, this week has been exactly what I needed to hear. Mm. Um, and yeah, there've been other folks who've been like, wow, you know, I needed to hear that exact 
those exact words today. Thank you. Um, thank you for that. Um, and um, I, I feel like it's it's cool to me when I can encourage somebody else that's been an encouragement to me. Um, like there have been other people who are, I really, I really find them encouraging. Um, and so then it's like, you know, we, we both um, encourage each other. Um, and I've had people, um, a few people who have like actually mailed me notes from Twitter and been like, I really appreciate your verses and just your friendship. And just thank you so much for your encouragement and your friendship. And that means a lot to me because sometimes it's a little bit, it can get, if I'm honest, it can get a little bit like where some like, uh, constantly being the one to encourage other people and reach out to other people and so it really means a lot when other people turn around to me and they're like oh thank you for that like it makes a difference and so it's just yeah it's nice to hear that what I'm doing makes a difference in other people's lives because when I get to you know when we get to the end of this this race it's not going to be about how many twitter followers we have or how many likes the cat has on Instagram, you know, it's going to be, um, who did we encourage and who do we show Christ's love to? Yeah. Has, has anyone ever asked you, you've sent them something and they've gone, what does this mean? No. And I'm grateful they haven't. <laughs> Cause I feel like, I don't know. I'd be like, hold on, let me check in with the Twitter scholars. Um, but there, there are, um, there are certain verse, or there have been a time or two where, like, um, I've had to look up and be like, oh, what does this mean? Like, I should probably understand what this means before I'm sending it out to people. Um, but no, thankfully, people haven't asked me what things mean. I think that that's good. I think if somebody was listening who was like, oh, maybe I'd try this, but they might be hesitant because they think, well, I don't know, like. I don't know what this all means. They don't know how people might receive it. Like um, you're saying that there are certain verses that are hard for you or that when, when delivered without understanding the context are just, they can, they can hurt. And there was a, there was a time that I was working through working in the scripture and there was stuff I was reading that I read and it was stuff that I had thought I had figured out 20 years before. And here I was coming back to it mm-hmm. and like questioning what I had been taught and, and how I thought about it. And do I agree with this? And now I was seeing all this stuff in scripture that was showing the opposing viewpoint. And I remember, and I didn't like the opposing viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, I find, I, I find this this theology, these, these verses distasteful, but my tastes don't define truth. Sure. So, and so then I started praying like, God, will you show me that this, like, this seems to be true and I don't like it. Can you show me how this is part of who you are? Like, can you show me the beauty of it? Can you show me, because I know that God, that you love, and I know that you like, you care. And um, so if I, if I'm reading this and it, and it paints God in this, in this harsh life, 
light where he's uncaring and unkind, then I need to, I need help for me to see how these things could be kind. And so working through scripture is, is definitely a challenge and it's definitely challenging, but I know that, that being in that place where it's like, whew, I'm reading something and I do not, it doesn't feel great. Mm. But so there's other people out there. I know who there are parts of scripture, just like you said, that are hard. And so they might be hesitant to try something like this, to encourage people in the word this way. So it's good to hear that people aren't expecting you to be, because you sent them a passage, they aren't expecting you now to teach them like a, a 12 session Bible study on Hebrews, you know, like. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> that they, they aren't expecting you to be an expert. They're just expecting you to be kind and present and an encouragement. And I think that's necessary. I had a, a, a friend and a mentor to me that has said several times recently that he, that he feels we are in a wasteland of encouragement. Like it is just dried up. Encouragement has dried up. Mm-hmm. And so when, when we can encourage others, we should cultivate that. We should, we should yeah. be encouraging each other. For sure. So if there was, if there was, if you came across someone else who thought, I think this is something I might try to do, but how to pull it off, what would you say to them? So I would say start small. Um, so like I said, I only started with like five people. Um, and ministry happens in the context of relationships. So just don't go sending it to your first five Twitter friends, you know, send it to people who, who are, you know, who you've built a relationship with, whether that's on or offline. And I would also say be sensitive to people's needs, like there are certain people Right. I mean, everybody's walking through something in the last 18 months, you know, but when I hear that someone has had a miscarriage or they're going through a divorce or they've lost their job, I'm not immediately going to go to them on their DMs and be like, oh, here's a Bible verse. Like, everything will be okay. Jesus is with you. Like, that's not what people want to hear, you know. So I usually message them and be like, hey, you know, I'm praying for you, like genuinely, I'm praying for you. And then maybe a few days later, I'll go back with a, a verse. And usually with those people that are going through something more tragic, I don't know if tragic is the right word, but just hard, I will handpick something for them, you know, listen to what God has for you. I think that God's pretty clear about, you know, if, if he opens the door, walk through it, you know, and, and take that take that step of faith. It's something, again, it's something that's small or doesn't seem significant, but it can really like change someone's day. And yeah, it's a way to get your foot in the door for a deeper conversation um, or just a deeper friendship with someone. Do you have any, um, anything else that you would like to, to share from your deep well of wisdom oh goodness well I um 
I don't know how many of your listeners have heard of Johnny Erickson Tata. She's a she's someone that encourages me. She broke her neck 50, 55 years ago in a diving accident and started a ministry called Johnny and Friends. Serves They serve people with disabilities. And um, whenever I am feeling down or sad or whatever, or like I don't want to, you know, necessarily like send my verses um in a day johnny always says that the best way to the best way to kind of get out of your funk i guess is to go and encourage someone else because there's always going to be somebody else that has it worse than you or is struggling worse than you um and so even if you feel like and i've seen this in my own life when i'm struggling I go and do that. I go and send a verse or um, I also like to write poetry. So I'll go and I'll write what I'm feeling. And I have a small group of, I have a legitimately, it's a small group of people, maybe five or so people that I'll send my poetry to. Um, and people are like, oh, this is really good. Um, so that's kind of my outlet is my poetry and my um, the verses. We've been talking the last several weeks to people and just understanding that, like, however we walk out the creative aspect of God, like, to meet with people. And you've said it throughout almost everything you said. It goes back to relationships, right? You said that uh, earlier in the conversation, that ministry goes back to relationships. And I think... One of the things that I've appreciated about these conversations is talking to individuals about the the ways that might seem small, but they are creative in this is how I will walk out how to build a relationship with people. I'm encouraged uh, just mm-hmm. in hearing that and being reminded that like, there are so many ways that you and I and, and all of us can walk out what it means to to build those relationships with people. And uh, yeah, just thankful to hear how something simple can make so much of an impact. Um, yeah. Thanks so much for, for allowing me to share and for, yeah, for letting me be an encouragement to you today. <laughs> We appreciate your coming on. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much for having me on. I really, I, I really do mean that when I, when I think about your whole, like everything I see from you online, just, it just oozes the fruit of the spirit. Like mm-hmm. it's fruit of the spirit jam. Like it, it is harvested and mixed up and presented as something just lovely. And oh, thank you. When, when a, when a picture you posted come through, like in your friends or, um, oh, your your cats or just this moment from your life that comes through, I'm always just it does it feels just like I've just had a little snack of the fruit of the spirit. Oh, thank you. thank you. That's awesome. Hey, Jessica, thank you so much for coming on and just having a conversation about prayer or scripture. Prayer. Prayer was <laughs> who's been a day. Uh, 
Thank you so much for coming on. Just, just talking about scripture and, um, cause I think one, well, and, and honestly it goes to another conversation we've, we've had about how we can, we can kind of downplay it. Right. Oh, it's sure. just, I'm just sitting scripture. It's not, it's not that impactful, but the truth is, and like you're saying about someone going, man, every single verse you've shared this week has been something that like my heart, my spirit needed to be encouraged by and how just being led by the spirit can have so much impact, like just to the conviction of even continuing and doing something um, can just be so impactful. And, and I, I actually, we record these obviously in advance um, for those of you who are listening now, but we recorded two conversations today and I just love how, uh, how the spirit of God kind of ties um, like his work, you know, like as we see it and, and sometimes we're not able to see it in the moment, but for me, just in these two conversations we've had today to talk about like something that we can downplay or we can see as simple or not effective. Um, but what the spirit of God will do with the things that will just show up. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that Sarah and I have talked about like online ministry. Like if you'll just show up, God's, God can exactly. And he can do incredible things. And so, mm -hmm. um, yeah, thank you very much, Jessica, just for yeah. the, the ministry and the impact and the, the way that you allow God to, to use you in a space like Twitter and on Instagram with an account of a cat, like seriously, like, uh, just that, that small thing that, that is consistent. Uh, who, who knows? Maybe Judy will start sharing bubble verses. There too. you go. <laughs> Could you imagine what? What? Some you see someone smile. They're looking at their phone. They start to smile, and you say, "What? You know what's going on? What? What's making you smile?" And they say, "Well, this cat just sent me a Bible verse, and it was just what I needed to hear." <laughs> I mean, he is a you know he's he's in a Christian household, so I like to think that. That the cat is also loves Jesus. There it is. Or ask him if he's if he knows the line of Judah. That's right. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yes. Well, this has been wonderful. Uh yeah, thanks again so for fun. for everyone listening online. Thank you so much for tuning in to the, the Pocket Pulpit podcast. Uh, we just, we like to have conversations exploring social media ministry and so thankful, uh, just to have conversations about what does it look like to show up online and to represent and be ambassadors of Jesus Christ and, uh, to just love people well using a, a medium that we, a lot of us, uh, were either already on or a lot of us started spending a, uh, a lot more time on than we ever thought we would. And, uh, and just, understanding the importance of, of showing up and seeing it as a, a viable way of ministry. So thanks again, Jessica. Thanks, Sarah, uh, just for even, even coming up with this. Uh, it's been wonderful. So we'll see you guys next week uh, on the Pocket Pulpit Podcast. <laughs>